Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit back, relax, because it's time for My, My Ship, Ship Story. story. <laughs> God, that was terrible. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Today, we've got a pretty exciting show. This is actually new to us. Uh, at the end of our podcast, you guys usually hear where it says, if you would like to write in a story, we give you the email address. We haven't had one of these yet. So we've got some write-in stories from anonymous people, and we're going to read those stories. But before we get to that, uh, let's check in with the guys. Let's check in with Brad and Eric and see what's happening in their neck of the woods. Uh, Brad, what's happening? Um, again, absolutely nothing. I, I lead a really boring <laughs> life. Uh, I have have nothing going on. I have really very little to live for except for this podcast. <laughs> so that's pretty only, sad. OnlyFans is not not doing too good. Uh, the OnlyFans, it's 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 really it's that's that's the worst thing. It's so depressing. Yeah, because he has you have one follower. Yeah, and that's me. Yeah. His is yeah. only my only his, his is my only fan fan yeah <laughs> that's my anonymous account that I follow yeah. myself it's like only fan not only fans <laughs> I'm gonna start a new platform there you go only fan only and fan Eric what's happening with your only fans down there uh, hey no I'm I'm excited because I'm going to New York tomorrow um. I'm gonna have the weekend in New York so I'm looking forward to that New York uh, City. New York City, the first time I've traveled in probably about two years. Seriously, it's been almost two years. So I'm excited to uh, get on a plane, go somewhere else and, and have some fun. Now, when you get off the plane, you go into the first room of people that you know, you know, you're going to have to do this and, and give us some feedback. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I already catch myself. I it's It's really, it's one of the Southern things that I've picked up rather quickly here. I, I don't pick up a lot of the other things, but y'all I've definitely picked up just because I think it's a great term. It's much better than you guys, or I don't know what else people say, but I used to say you guys all the time. And I got uh bitch slapped by a lesbian for using that term. So <laughs> you all seems to work a lot. Uh, uh, be much more inclusive. You got bitch slapped by a lesbian. Not literally. That's Which is a great movie, by the way, Bitch Slap. If you haven't seen that, go ahead. Bitch go Slap by a Lesbian. Rated R starts Friday. <laughs> <laughs> what movie is that? It, it, it was some kind of a it was some kind of a lesbian movie. I I don't I don't uh, I didn't see it actually. Anyhow. I wanted to, but I didn't. Awesome. Well, hey, uh, let's jump into the show. So this is gonna be kind of interesting because we haven't done this before. Um, so like I said earlier. We ask people to, you know, if they don't want to be on the show, totally fine. If they want to write in and tell us their story, we can read them. We can say your name. We don't have to say your name. It's all up to you, but you can write in your ship stories at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com and it'll say it again at the end of the podcast. But so we've got a couple of stories. It looks like we've got five. I don't know if we'll get to all five, but uh, we are going to read uh, a few of these stories and kind of see what's happening anonymously. So um, who wants to take the first one, Brad? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to read this. Uh, I'm going to read this uh, one that we got that, that came with a little intro uh, and it says, Hey guys, not hey y'all. Just says hey guys. <laughs> See, I told you. <laughs> hey you guys, congrats on the great work you've been doing on your podcast. It's been great to tune in and hear 
some of the old people I've known over the years and also to hear from some that I heard when I joined the company but never had the pleasure to work with. To give you a little background on me, I joined the company in January 1996. Oof. That's when we left. Or, yeah, or yeah, Scott, you were hanging on a little bit. But, well, uh, that's when I that's So when this I is left. kind of the second, to me, the second generation. But uh, so I, uh, oh, and I'm still with them. I would like to get on the air with you, you guys, with y'all. Uh, I worry that I might stick my foot in it with some of my stories and it would turn into a career limiting move. That's not true. That's so untrue. Nobody listens to this podcast. You're fine. <laughs> we got like four people. <laughs> yeah. There's like 40, 48 people that listen to this. So don't, don't worry. Come on, stick your foot in it. Uh, therefore I thought I would in- instead provide you with a number of stories around some pranks we carried out over the years. I'm going to guess this person is not from the U S I'd very much appreciate if you keep any references to my name out of the broadcast, but, uh, but feel free to read out the below or paragraph. If you feel you can make some sound more exciting written on it signed. Oh no, I'm not supposed to read their name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sign John Smith. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jason. So Jason yeah. So, so very, very encouraging. That's that's good to read. So where do we go from here? Launch into a story. <laughs> I think we pick one of these totally into this country accent thing. Real quick, have you guys heard of write directly? My grandma used to use this when I was really young. Mm-hmm. Write directly, my grandma. No, never heard of that. We'll be there in a little while. It, it mm-hmm. she would say, We'll be there right directly. Uh, never understood that, but I'm like, No, wow, never heard cool. of that. There's a couple of these stories. Let's start with a short story. So, there's one called Finish Driving Test. I don't know, Brad, since you started, I'm gonna go for this long one. You're gonna go for the long one, okay? Whew. Yeah, all right, here we go. I'm folks. gonna go, I'm gonna go for the long <laughs> one. Let's get this, let's get this one out of the way. Here's a, lo- a really long one that we got. No, no preface to this one, it just starts right in. On one of your past episodes, someone mentioned sending utility bills to, to new hires, charging them for water, power, and phone usage. That was in the that was in the Gary, Gary Davies story. Davis. Gary Davies, yeah, Gary Davis. Yeah. If you have not listened to that one, go listen to that's the two. That's a two parter, and it's all about ship ship pranks and and stuff. And it's it's a good one. And, it is uh, hilarious. Gary's great great guy, and he was he was a great guest to have on. Uh, we really appreciate him coming on. And he still works for the company, and he came on and he told some stories. So don't be scared, people. Well, one of these <laughs> one of our favorite. Oh boy, this is gonna happen. I got a through lot. one. I got through one <laughs> sentence. Uh, <laughs> uh, someone else had mentioned Fog Watch. Todd Gockley. Yeah. Great. great Great episode. One of our favorite pranks over the years was to initiate new hires with Whale Watch. I've never heard of Whale Watch. Uh, I remember we were doing Whale Watch just around the time SQM was beginning to be implemented on board. What is SQM? Something manual, like quality manual. Quality manual, like, isn't that like service quality? There you go. We're making it up as we go along. Somebody somebody please write to us and tell us what SQM means. Yeah. Whereas SQM is now a lot electronic on board (laughs) each ship. Back then, it consisted of printed pages and a binder. We'd pull the obsolete pages out of the relevant SQM binder and insert new ones. Just to make this Mm -hmm. prank really believable, 
we had gone to the efforts of recreating the SQM policy page for Whale Watch <laughs> and even going so far as to include the light blue SQM watermark on the page. Jesus Christ, there's a lot of SQM oh, in man. this. The gist of the policy went something like this. The Caribbean blue whale, in parentheses, is there even such a thing, is known. No, there's not is known to take periods of rest starting at midnight local time. No one ever seemed to question how the whales knew when what time it was. Because of the ship's strong commitment to the environment and not wanting to run over and kill the whales, some special underwater subsonic speakers mounted on the underside of the ship were used to play a special whale away CD <laughs> consisting of plenty of clicks, grunts, and whines to alert the whales that were coming. Scott, feel free to insert your whale impersonation yeah. now. <laughs> Perfect. Oh man, I should have started drinking. <laughs> the policy went on to say in case there was no whale away CD on board, a team of oh new my. hire crew members could be used instead <laughs> to perform the duty out on the forward helipad. So every oh, week we'd God. find three unsuspecting new hires, have their managers present them with this SQM policy and then have them meet up on the bridge at midnight. <laughs> oh, oh midnight. Jeez. Oh my God. This is much worse than, than Fogwatch. I mean, midnight. God. Uh, the prank was especially believable when the captain, staff captain, or chief officer would agree to participate. The new hires would be gathered on the bridge at midnight and would first be set up with their PPE, personal protective equipment, consisting of a hard hat, raincoat, and a life jacket. <laughs> They'd also be provided with a megaphone and a radio with instructions that for 15 seconds out of every minute, they would have to make these clicks, <laughs> grunts, and whines through the megaphone to wake up the whales. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> uh, 15 seconds out of every minute? That seems a little excessive. That This is just cruel. Um, oh, my God. And to think of all those whales out there listening and they're like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> they're so confused. Um, okay. At the same time, they needed to hold the radio in front of the megaphone so that the bridge could record the noises on a special tracking tool that is used to prove to the Coast Guard that we're following all of the environmental pr protection rules. In reality, it was really to allow us to hide on the deck of the top bridge to watch and listen in on them. In case a whale was spotted, the new hires were told they would then have to keep making the clicks, grunts, and whines <laughs> continuously to ensure that the whales were awake and moving out of the way. After their briefing, they would be led down to the helipad. It was always made, it always made the prank way more funny and entertaining if it was pouring with rain. Seeing these poor new hires huddled out on the helipad in their raincoats. That's cruel. Yeah, that's the, the raincoats, hard hats, and life jackets looking soaking wet and disheveled. The new hires would get into position on the helipad and begin making their noises for 15 seconds out of every minute. <laughs> God dang. Every so often, the captain, staff captain, or chief officer would get on the radio and chastise them for not making the noises just right. <laughs> Oh, Once man. in a while, the bridge would call over the radio that a whale had been spotted. 
on the starboard side and for the new hires to make their noises continuously. <laughs> the bridge would even turn on one of the big searchlights and shine it off into the darkness to show the new hires where the whale is. Even funnier was the fact that the new hires even agreed that they could even see the whale off in the distance, despite <laughs> there being nothing there. <laughs> Then to really push them over the edge, the captain would get on the radio and berate them for not making the noises correctly, causing us to run over and kill a sleeping whale. Oh my God, these poor people. <laughs> he'd tell them he'd want to see them in his office the following morning for disciplinary action. These new hires would be scared silly. We'd usually leave them out there for 30 to 45 minutes. And then when we figured we had pushed them far enough, we'd finally bring them down to the crew bar for a debrief, let them in on the joke and ply them with plenty of alcohol to signal they're passing the initiation. <laughs> wow. 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 That's rough. We thought Bagwatch was bad. Bagwatch this is, bad. is Jesus. Yeah, that was pretty, can you imagine now, how they didn't must, have to make fog noises when you were doing fog? No, oh, oh my, my god, that is so funny. Fifteen seconds for every minute, and you know they probably, <laughs> this probably went on for a half an hour. Yeah, he's saying thirty to forty-five minutes. Thirty forty-five minutes. All right, so all right, everybody. And how do you we get need the to find out the crew and members winds down? I mean, on, not everybody has a whale impersonation in their pocket no, like Scott I, does. I mean, right, I don't. I, I speak well. No, we we all right. So seriously, everybody, if you've had this happen to you, you got to come on the show and tell yes. us your story of this because. That's almost that's so unbelievable. That is that is the funniest thing ever. And and like you said, we thought Fog Watch was bad. Man, the links that they will go changing the SQM manual, inserting pages. That's just crazy. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh my yeah. Okay. Oh, Who's man. that? Oh man. Who's got the next one? You want, do you want me to go? E either way, you, doesn't matter to me. Okay. Well, let's try this uh finish driving test and it's not like they ended the driving test but as in finland finish <laughs> finish driving test okay so here goes finish driving test during one of the startups of a new ship in finland there was a cruise director that everyone particularly enjoyed taking the piss out of and were always looking for ways to wind them up during this particular startup the cruise director was told that no one was allowed to drive the rental cars we had access to in the shipyard unless they had a finnish driver's license it was a new rule that had been implemented after too many people had been driving erratically in the yard during part past startups. The cruise director was informed that the ship's safety officer just so happened to be a qualified to administer the finished driving test. Okay. So the cruise director were presented with the driver's license application form to fill in. The form was actually a Hesburger job application form for the uninitiated Hesburgers is Finland's equivalent to, of McDonald's. <laughs> but since it wasn't finished, the crew director was none the wiser as to what they were filling in. Once the paperwork was out of the way, a series of pylons were set up in the yard and the cruise director, with the safety officer as the co-pilot, <laughs> set about demonstrating their driving skills in the yard. I seem to remember we even had the video programmer in the backseat with his camera filming it for future training events when in fact it was destined for the crew channel oh man can you imagine <laughs> oh being filmed driving and it's on the crew channel um they had to start stop back up turn etc all the while a load of crew were on deck watching this and cheering on the cruise director 
Once the cruise director had successfully passed their driving test, they were presented with a document in Finnish, some euros, and sent off to the local post office to pay their new license. Little did the cruise director know that they were being sent to pay for someone's parking ticket they had received just a few days earlier. <laughs> Only once the cruise director returned where they let it on the secret that they weren't the proud owner of a Finnish driver's license. <laughs> I hope that I hope that cruise director or cruise directors had a uh, good sense of humor. <laughs> oh my! Sounds gosh. like he did not. Uh, no, it uh, otherwise like he wouldn't have probably been the 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 butt of this joke. Not the butt of the joke. The uh, the victim here in this prank. Yeah, I, and it mentions I, no names again. Again, again, people, if you were a video programmer with this video, we need this video. That would be that would be hilarious. We'll try to keep the cruise directors. Uh, I'll blur his face out. But man, can you imagine seeing that video? Any of these videos? And I think this probably all has to be before cell phones, you think, you know, because those yeah. videos will be out there. Yeah, definitely. Because somebody somebody would have a video of it somewhere. OK, Scott, you want to go for one? That's pretty funny. I guess I'll try the one. Uh, all right, everybody. This one's called Winner Winner. Uh oh, this is the same cruise director. This could be bad. <laughs> uh, this same cruise director had some friends sailing with him uh, for their honeymoon in one of the first cruises of a new ship. As they were the cruise director's guests, they hung out together on all cruise long. Went for dinners, attended the shows together, went ashore together. At the end of the cruise, the honeymooning friends went and played the final snowball jackpot bingo and actually won bingo. There's that, sweet. there's that story again. Oh, oh here we sweet, go. Sweet bingo money right there. Winning yeah, that snowball. Sweet bingo. That's, that's cha-ching right there. Yeah. Yeah. I think and, these were the days where the jackpots were upwards of $10,000 and the lounge was packed to the rafters with people playing. When the cruise director got wind of the fact that their friends had won a bingo, they called the chief purser to get his opinion on if the friends should be allowed to play or even win bingo since they were guests of the cruise directors for that cruise. The chief purser suggested that it probably wouldn't be an issue to play it, but just to play it safe, the cruise director probably shouldn't be seen hanging out with the friends for the rest of the cruise or other guests might think that the cruise director had rigged the bingo so that his friends could win. A week or so after the cruise had ended, the chief purser and hotel director got together to put their prank on the cruise director into motion. Using an old email that came in from one of the VPs, the hotel director and chief purser doctored the text of the email and read something to the effect of, a number of guests had written in a post-cruise complaining that some of the people the cruise director had been hanging out with all cruise long had gone to win the jackpot bingo on one of the recent cruises. In conducting an investigation, the office had learned that the winners of the bingo were indeed guests of the cruise director. The office had numerous questions about the impropriety of this and we and were sending on investigators in the next port of the call to look to make sure the cruise director was going to be available to answer their questions. 
The hotel director forwarded the email to the cruise director and then waited to see what the reaction would be. The VP just so happened to be on board visiting and was walking around the cruise director office when the cruise director called in. The cruise director was optoplectic that the office was questioning their honesty and integrity and was in the process of writing the response email to that VP, telling him what they thought about him. The cruise director was showing the response email to that VP. The VP shrugged and carried it over to the hotel director's office and told the HD about the cruise director was in the process of writing to the VP to give him a piece of his mind. The hotel director nearly crapped his pants when he realized the cruise director was about to actually email the VP. Thankfully, the hotel director stopped the cruise director before they got a chance to hit send button or everyone would have been a world of shit. Yeah, that seemed like a dangerous prank. Yeah. There. When you start copying in emails shoreside of the and- shoreside v- VP, somebody that's not like a supervisor, somebody that's way high up in the company. But, That's some dangerous. But can stuff. you imagine the the what the cruise director thought when he first saw that? He's like, "Oh shit! Like it's unbelievable." And yeah, then it I just know, kind he of just got you know, white and just yeah. But then it almost flipped all around on them. That yeah. you know, yeah. it almost is like instant karma for doing it. Now the cruise directors <laughs> that I know back then would be like, "Ah, oh, this is a, a pal," and they would have hit send like you know before anybody got it out to like, "Hey, hey, wait a minute," you know, because. Back then, I don't think that you can unsend an email once it was out. It was gone. So, oh my gosh, I can't believe Man, I'm telling you, with the pranks that we're reading are are so deep and involved. Yeah, I've got to tell you this. You know, some of this sounds like, obviously, the, the chief purser and hotel directors on the purser side. And the pursers could be pretty devious with their pranks, as, as we all heard with what... Uh, Gareth and Gary were were up to. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was fun where you, you know, steal someone's furniture or, you know, glue it upside <laughs> down or but their pranks involving Tyson like his hair blue. <laughs> Tyson's <laughs> hair blue. <laughs> that is just oh my gosh, that is wild. That is a whole nother level of of uh, shenanigans. The the pursers can play the long game is what I'm getting out of this. They really have elaborate, long game sort of pranks, whereas it seems like the, the the crew staff always did like just like impromptu pranks that were really funny, but um, they were yeah, more. They were funny, but they were like, you know, let's do this they, prank and let's go drink. sitting in the office, <laughs> you know, how can we pull this off? <laughs> <laughs> there was no thinking or anything because the pursers and everything, like you guys were like, you thought about the whole process and you planted the seed and, and everything for it to, uh, for that plant to grow, but man, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. The crew staff division was probably like, Hey, let's do this. This was funny. Let's go drink. Let's go to the disco, man. All right. Let's see here. Do we want to get into okay. the last two? Yeah. Let's do yeah, it. I say we let's go for it. Do you want me to do this next one? Or you want to do this one, Brad? Uh, go for it. Okay. Uh, some captains think they can park anywhere during the startup. Um, the captain was the target of a great prank under the pretenses that the Europe car needed to come to the yard to change the tires on all the rental cars from the summer to winter tires, someone managed to get a hold of the keys to the captain's rental car he was using. 
Then, with some sweet talking of the crane operators in the shipyard and the logistics team, they were able to drive the captain's car into a 20-foot shipping container and have the container lifted onto the helipad. Wait, From- how? How do you get somebody in the yard to say, hey, b- put this container <laughs> onto <laughs> a cruise ship? This is the ship. captain's car. Onto a cruise well, ship. That seems crazy. That, that well, seems this is when, crazy. you know, I mean, we don't know how far along the ship was built. You know, this is still during oh. the, the startup. This is so they uh, were probably doing Yeah, they that. were probably used to doing, putting containers up oh, and, and taking stuff gotcha. off. Yeah, but yeah, who, yeah, yeah. Who, has the, who has the in on, hey, uh, where's the guy with a crane? Oh, my oh, God. No, I mean the crane that's lifting stuff onto the ship because this is a joke. We want to put a car in a container and put it on the ship. <laughs> well, here's what you do. You go to the port agent and you say, hey, there's a container down there. Can you get the guys to put right. that onto the ship? We need it on the ship now. You yeah. could probably get it done. Free case of beer so, wow. if you can do it in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you didn't have to do that. I mean, they they were they were there to to do what the ship needed. So all you needed to do was say, "Hey, can you get somebody to get this container on the ship?" And Man. they're either yes or no. Fully wow. involved. Wow. Okay, so the shipping containers uh it's on the helipad. Uh from there, the car was driven out of the shipping container and parked on the helipad. <laughs> <laughs> then an announcement was made for the owner of a red Volkswagen Golf <laughs> to come and move his car immediately as he was illegally parked on the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that is so funny. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Needless to say, the captain was not impressed. <laughs> But what made the prank even more funny was that strong winds came up, preventing the car from being lifted back off the helipad for two or three days. Oh, my God. <laughs> the captain had to resort to standing at the gangway, begging for rides over to the side office from anyone that happened to be going to the sh- going off the oh, ship. Oh, man. <laughs> That's that is funny. crazy. Wow. That's a pretty crazy one. I can't That's imagine, crazy. like somebody not getting busted for that oh man yeah yeah i mean i yeah i would no wonder this one was sent to us anonymously because (laughs) there's some repercussions there i mean potential potential for oh but that's it's been 20 years or maybe less maybe less 10 10 15 years whoever Um, whoever the uh the whatever cruise line it was uh will the owner of the red volkswagen golf please come on the show and tell us your story (laughs) yeah oh we need to figure out who that captain was (laughs) or you write in yeah oh that's too funny that's a really good prank yeah that is that's elaborate it really is. That's that's a really good one. I love that one and the whale one so far. Uh, <laughs> okay. okay, Brad, do you want to take this last one? Yep, I'll get this last one. Okay, the title of this email is Your Cup Runneth Over. Um, it was a captain that was involved, and this was uh, obviously in a startup. And it says, while the ship went out for a few days of sea trials, a small team of pursers were left behind in the shipyard. Again, pursers. That's a uh, dangerous thing to do. Leave them, <laughs> leave them behind. Yes. We're left behind in the shipyard to take care of meeting and greeting any crew who happened to fly into the country while the ship was out on sea trials. Since there wasn't too much going on and it was April fool's day, 
The Persians came up with a prank to play on the captain. While the ship is under construction in the shipyard, most of the officers maintained offices in the site office buildings of the shipyard until they can start working out of their offices on board. The captain's office in the site office just so happened to have been unlocked when he left for sea trials. The Persians got their hands on 2,000 plastic cups and a huge plastic garbage can that they loaded up with water and set about filling every one of the plastic cups to the brim and crowding them together on every flat surface they could find in the office. <laughs> oh, man. They were on the shelves, desks, chairs, the floor, <laughs> inside the cabinets, everywhere. They covered the floor right up to the door and arranged the cups in an arc so that the door could open without knocking any of them over. But you had no hope of entering the office, getting over to the desk <laughs> without having to clear these overflowing cups of water. When the ship finally returned from sea trials, the captain needed to urgently retrieve a document from his office and was not a happy camper when he came running into the site office opened his office door and realized he could go no further word on the street was that it took him quite a while to clean up his office. Oh my God. Can you imagine filled to the top? Just like red solo cups, the entire office. That, oh, yeah. Man. What do you do? Because they're, I mean, you have to go slowly. You can't, you can't, you know, it takes you forever. Cause you can't move them because there's no, there's no place to move. You can't rearrange them and you can't stack them because they're filled with water. That is a really good trick. That's that a good, is a really good prank. I'm trying to figure oh, out where man. I can do that prank now. Exactly. That could that that's could that's exactly what I was that thinking. Could be like, done could we, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Could we prank with that. Hey, hey, you're going to New York, you prank one of your buddies. Uh, oh my gosh. Hotel room. Be... I'll get a key to somebody's hotel room <laughs> and fill it all up with glasses of water or cups of water. That's funny. Man, these were some these all of these were some elaborate pranks. Those were really good. Thank you guys for sending these into us and send some more. We have an email address. Uh, it is my ship story podcast at yahoo.com. Send it to us. We'll, we'll do our best to read them on the air, but what would be really great is you actually come on the podcast because it's been a long time and you're probably an old. And so it doesn't matter anymore. So just come on here and tell the darn story. Since you've heard this stuff from the podcast and all these elaborate hoax, the statute of limitations is over. So you don't have to, you don't have to worry about that much. But exactly, nobody cares anymore. Nobody even nobody hardly anybody remembers this stuff until we bring it up. I'd like to hear some of the some of the pranks that they're doing now, like when when they go back into because uh, none of those I would have thought to prank or to do that elaborate of a hoax. I mean because. You know, that that's gotta take for a while. That's I guess that's pursers. You know, you sit at the desk and you concoct and think of different ways that you could get back at people. But it's hilarious to see the pranks played on the captain and VPs and and you know, home office, you know. Oh man. That's what's really great about this is you notice that these pranks aren't I mean, there's pranks going on everywhere. I remember Annette Bodden pranked a lot of her coworkers, but, you know, a lot of these purser ones are senior officers that are getting, you know, that they're pranking, you know, and everybody pretty much has a, has a, a good sense of humor about it. Even, even senior people like a captain or a cruise director or a hotel director. 
Except for yeah. finding your car on the helipad and you can't take it off for three days. <laughs> That's a great story. <laughs> that, that is gosh. just that is good. Crazy, crazy, just amazing. Wow. Okay. Can't wait to hear some more. That. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. Those are all crazy. Well, there you go, friends. That is our episode for today. So we've got a lot of chopping up to do on here. And, you know, in all these stories, you know, it's possible that people were mentioned, but we won't uh, let any of that out. Um, all that will be edited out. So uh, if you want to come on anonymously um, and not tell who you are, fine. If you want to tell who you are, fine. Just as long as you're not naming somebody in a bad light or, or tarnishing the cruise uh, industry. But love to have your stories. We'd love to have them on the show. Write us or come on the show because it's a lot of fun here too. Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I have to say that Every episode has been fun to record. Hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast in video, please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you'd like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now, and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!